This is the 3D Pod, your number one source for 3D printing news, analysis, and insight from 3dprint.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joris Peels and Maxwell Bogue. Hello, everyone. My name is Joris Peels, and this is another episode of the 3D Pod. And here with me, as always, is Maxwell Bogue. Hey, Joris. How you doing? Uh, well, all things considered, I'm doing well, uh, Max. How are you? Yeah, right? Given the global state of things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you totally. have just write an article about that recently? About the state yeah, of the yeah, world? Yeah, I wrote an article about like uh, the, the current um, the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and um, how it's terrible for the world in general, but it could be actually very, very good uh, in, uh, for 3D printing because it'll, everyone will rely on themselves more and be more nationalistic. Is that a good thing? <laughs> no, well, not for the world, but but not for world, not for global trade. Even definitely. even for three D um, printing, is that a good thing? I don't know. I just wonder because, like, even getting raw materials isn't yeah. that still a global thing? Well, it is, but now people are going to look at companies like Mollyworks, or they're going to look at uh, uh, some other solutions to try and say, "Oh, wait, we don't have powder, or we don't have the the material, or what can we get? What do we need to make the next generation right. rockets and missiles and things like this?" This is generally, I mean, I think, I think it's it's going to be a lot of people are going to be looking at like what can they make themselves and then how to completely vertically integrate their supply chain. And, and, and especially for things that have to be light, well, they're going to turn to 3D printing increasingly. So, yeah. No, yeah, that's fair. Helps the additive manufacturing industry. Hurts the world. Maybe. I don't know. That's probably too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so normally I'd ask who's on the pod today, except that um, nobody's on the pod. It's just you and me. Because this is our 100th episode. Yeah, dude, that's crazy, huh? Right? I know. I still think it's crazy. (laughs) I still think it's pretty crazy. We've done 100. This got started like because we had like an interview where I was supposed to be interviewing you, but we just hit it off, and then you know. We just ended up really chatting great. about 3D yeah, no, manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, exactly. hey, this and is then, fun. And then Jake Duham, who actually like uh that helps us produce this, he was the guy who said, Oh, let's do a podcast or something. And then we end up doing it. Which is funny because like I know everyone and their mother does a podcast these days, but we made it to a hundred. So mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah. everyone and their mother makes it to a hundred. <laughs> so oh, I suppose exactly. we can it's, it's celebrate like blogging, that right? It's like right, blogging. Exactly. Right? <laughs> everybody was supposed to do it. Everybody wanted to do it. And then 10 years later, there's only like eight bloggers, you know? I was always, I will say, I was always very confused in college initially when that term first came out. Where yeah. I was like, what is blogging? And then yeah. someone explained it to me. You know, you'd say it's like a, it's a website that you update. And I'm like, you yeah. mean like a website? <laughs> no, but you, you update it all the time. Yeah. You mean like a website? Like, no, but like you write it yourself and then you post it like yeah. a website. <laughs> I'm missing how this is something new. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I think and the podcasting. I think yeah, it is. It is. Everybody wants to do it. A lot of people do do it, but it is a lot of discipline. It requires a lot of time. I think to really keep it, it up. And I think I'm happy because like thing. I think the cool thing to me has always been that I really don't care if anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like. I'm, I, I, I'm literally like we we get the guest of people we get the guests is basically people that we are interested in talking to and curious about right. you know yeah. uh, so it's like literally it's not like like somebody's forcing us to like like interview people we don't like or we're not interested to or aren't like uh, friends of ours or whatever but it's literally person people who who at least yeah we want to know more about and and also think we think people who we can learn from or people who are active in stuff we don't really understand or have companies that we don't know yet you know 
Yeah, so I think that's or, always yeah, even technologies the key. that we're curious to explore. Like I even today, like there are a number of companies that a result of interviewing who I then went on with my own company and said like, hey, maybe we yeah. can work together on something because what you're doing is very interesting to me. So, no, exactly, exactly. But the yeah. idea is that, that we just, like we let our curiosity guide us to the guests. And like literally, I, I really don't care if anybody's listening. I think this is, I do this. I enjoy doing this with you. And that, that, if there's people listening, then that's good for them, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I hope they <laughs> get some kind of utility out of it. We don't, no, we don't know, know if you really yeah. exist. We do. We yeah, don't know. exist. But. <laughs> <laughs> I have good. No, I've heard, I've heard like feedback. But maybe this is something that they just say to them because they don't want to be nice, you know? <laughs> kind of, no, kind of like I think has I, like a blog it, about plants. You're like, oh, yeah, I read your plant <laughs> blog, Tim. That was good, you know? <laughs> it was such a great plant blog. Uh, yeah, exactly. The way you watered oh, that them one thing, that one day. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I really, I never understood fuchsia, but with you, I really think I can. I'm up to the challenge, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, I think, and that's good. Uh, we just and we just have a conversation. It's not like we have like an agenda or something. We're just like you know, we're just trying to figure out stuff, you know, that, that's new to us. And then hopefully it'll be interesting to some people out there, and then that lets us continue to do this. I guess you know. That's true. So far, who would you say is the most interesting person or not person? Let's go with uh, what's the most interesting technology that we've discovered through the podcast, do you think? Oh, I don't know, dude. I think, I think technology, that's going to be really difficult. That's going to be difficult. Like, but like, for example, like stuff I like, like for example, is Mantle. Uh, it's yeah. a paste-based kind of like binder jet kind of technology. I like that, like not necessarily because of the technology. Well, the technology solves a fundamental issue, in my opinion. That's, that's getting parts out of the green state um intact but also because it can because mantle combines that with like a, like machining the part uh they essentially have developed a really tight go-to-market around that and so personally i really love that as, as in as in you know to couple a technology really tightly with a go-to-market and then and then to find customers very quickly i love that to me is a really good uh thing because technology it all sounds like you have a magical technology and that's it i mean yeah, but what can you manufacture, and 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 cost effectively? What can you do, and can you find customers? You know, you know just recently, Rise went bankrupt. Uh, Rise 3D used technology where they combined FDM with inkjet. So the idea is you have a cheap, tough, cheap uh, but tough, uh, strong part thanks to the FDM, and you can put nice colors and coatings on it because of the inkjet, right? Yeah, and it sounds like an amazing technology. But the, the the thing with Rise is you could do too much with it. Essentially, um, it's too open, but but nothing exactly. <laughs> you know. But nothing great. You can do good things, but nothing particularly great in one particular thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that meant that they, they, they were. It's very difficult for them to to, to commercialize it. And to, so, to me, like, like if we're looking at the future, like I really like Mantle because the path to market is 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 really great. Same thing. I really like Velo as well. Uh, we've had them on the podcast a couple of times. I love Velo as a technology because it's well, it's like powder bit fusion, like you know, same same but different kind of. Uh, mm -hmm. They probably like you know, talk very differently about that. But to us, to me, what I really like is their, you know, the fact that they focus on oil and gas, they focus on, um, or power generation in the biggest sense. They focus on uh, commercial space. They, they don't do orthopedics, you know? And, well, I, think, and, I think the companies that are focused, yeah, who've yeah, chosen, yeah. like, who was it who did, who's doing the tooling 3D printing? Yeah, that was Mantle, Mantle, that was Mantle. Oh, that is Mantle. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I think that's, you're right to point them out. It's like, they're, because they're so incredibly focused on that, one task and doing it well. I think that's what can help breed success as you're pointing out. 
in, in additive because if you're you're right if you're trying to be a generalist you're, there already are generalists out there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i think i think so to me it's not like you know technology is just one thing i mean like surat for example is a really exciting technology but that is so like that's that's like it's mind-blowing if it works but we're so far away from that working that that's like you know that's uh, like quite difficult which actually i think which one's surat remind me the, the, that, that was a diode well the, the v-cell technology where they're taking like many kind of points of light let's say to to oh uh, right 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 they're, they're splitting, splitting it essentially it into into yeah. printing one area and, I, I mean uh, i think it's interesting like that software stuff that's good like n topology and those guys yeah and all these other yeah. ones that are trying to create organic yeah. yeah trying to create this yeah. new iteration of software that is running mm-hmm. off of math rather than running off of mm-hmm. brute force triangles um, mm-hmm, which I think mm-hmm. is very cool. Yeah, I think that that's a tool yeah. that's going to make it life easier for everyone. I think, and it, I uh, think I can see how that technology is eventually going to be applied to kind of everything mm-hmm, on our computers without us becoming aware of it. Like if it's less GPU yeah. intensive and it takes less energy, but you get yeah. better results, then why you know every video game eventually should you know be using something like this, and every 3D image on a computer would eventually use something similar to this. Maybe not, obviously not the exact same technology, but you know, a basis yeah. of that. So to make it no, easier. Exactly. I also like, really like, was it Fabricate Labs? Remember that? It's a copper printing. Yeah. It's a lithography based copper based technology where they were just like only going for electronics kind of hardware. And again, that was like a really contrived technology. And I was like, oh, is that going to work before we talk to, to, to them? And, 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 but I really like the fact that they're focusing on really small parts for like a power electronics and art electronics. I really love that as well. Also, some of the no. bioprinting stuff that's coming along has been fun. Yeah. It's fun to think back when we started this show and we interviewed mm-hmm. one or two people on bio stuff. And I remember it was like, oh, please, like this is so far away. It's not even... Mm-hmm. Close, but I feel yep. like there's a lot more that's happened in the last couple of years to advance. Mm-hmm. The fact that that, that Israeli company um, is intending to make schmaltz uh, chicken fat is uh, and and selling it like that they're actually gonna that they're commercializing it uh, in the coming years means mm-hmm. that we're very close on that level of doing it. And then at the same time, 3D Systems is trying to make lungs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't have put that much money in if they didn't have some <laughs> kind of hope of making lungs. Um, so it'll be no, interesting think, to think, see what happens. <laughs> no, I think I think I really got from Brent's podcast, which was recent. Really yeah. got more of an idea that, that that was like a realistic proposition. Until I, I I I really always thought that that was like one bridge too far for bioprinting. You know? No, it's. I mean, to, organs are like a really difficult concept and to print. <laughs> It's immense you have to keep them alive whilst you're doing it. So. No, yeah, but that whole idea, and I think, yeah, you're right. That has come more into focus. Yeah, just uh, in the last year or two, it's. It, I think it's kind of done a big jump. No, totally, totally. Or maybe it's totally. they're willing to publish more. <laughs> no, we've also got used to it, right? So, so, so it's also That's just true. really repeating and talking about interviewing some people before you know you 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 think it's like normal or something. I really liked uh, the Douglas Hoffman episode when we talk about bulk metallic glasses. Mm-hmm. I really like that as well. Uh, I thought that was really cool because, like, because I own bugmetallicglasses dot com. Um, but also, because <laughs> <laughs> that's just a new class of materials. I still don't know 
where that's going to go. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, it's great to have a gearbox from Mars rover that never needs to be lubricated. But, right. you know, does that mean that, that, that we're going to be using those for the motion, the linear rails or whatever or in, 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 in printers, you know? When does it actually right. become a thing? When is it going to be cheap enough to become a thing? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or cheap enough or like you're, when you're actually able to do stuff with it that, that, that actually works. On another yeah. thing, which is like the opposite, which is the episode like also with like, uh, there was Conflux, you know? Where Conflux is like, they were making heat exchangers and the 3D printing right. heat exchangers. And it's like, well, yeah, but other people are doing that, you know? Isn't like Lockheed doing that or, or right? Is it ever, or did, a did, GE and, and, did a whole goddamn thing about it, right? So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it was like, it was like, okay, but then, then I like the idea that, that, that the technology, with regards to them, was in the uh, was in their 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 handling of it, their process, their 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 um, you know their data, the way of handling these files and things like that. You know, right? That it was the the analysis of it that no one else had been doing to date. And truly yeah, taking advantage of the 3D aspect of 3D printing and that you can do yeah, these things that you wouldn't normally do. I'm still dwelling on your technology question. That was the one with the Domen episode as well, where we're talking about they're making hydraulics components, right? Hydraulic valves. Right. right? And, and that was that's, they're making them more it. efficient. They're making them cost competitive. What's their technology? What's Domen's technology? They don't have some whiz-bang magical thing, you know? Their technology is to qualify and produce these parts well. You know? And I think... That to me is a, is a huge insight. You know, I don't have to come up with something with like a thirteen thousand mirrors and and the dust stuff. No, no, I have to come up with like being able to turn an idea into a manufacturing product faster than anyone else. Like everyone else will tell right. you, like it's all about time compression. It's all about making a uh, part quicker. And these guys are saying, oh yeah, but we're going to do the qualification process quicker. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. But then if if our whole technology exists to make it quicker to make things, then qualifying things quicker is kind of like the most obvious thing in the world to do. The obvious know? thing that you can do, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or the, who's the multi-head company? The company that has the... Where it's which a, one? Where the do- Aerocent, which later on sold... Uh, that was kind of the multi-material one. That later no, sold. No, where like uh, it can it can inspect it can print the part and inspect the part at the same time. Is that that? Oh, oh god, that was a hybrid technology. Uh, yeah, a hybrid, hybrid technology. technology. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. Thank you, God. I was really worried, man. Don't start asking me like <laughs> off the bat, like who, who was who. I'm gonna feel really horrible if I don't remember. I know, right? Because we've had yeah. some amazing guests. <laughs> yeah, I know, but who? What? No. Who? Okay, I don't remember this. No, we never had anything like that. Yeah. But no, I enjoyed like how they're thinking about like the end of it all, the end process, mm-hmm. so to speak, and that you know. Yeah. To try and remove the human element even more and make it more consistent, yeah. but the ability to like have it print and then have the computer inspect the print and then the computer yeah. can say nope, throw it away and then start a Go new on. one because yeah. I'm going to have to do it anyways. Um, yeah. Sounds like a a nice like way of doing that. Also, love the the episode we did with Melanie Lang of Formaloy. Remember that was in the beginning. That was like one of our first one, and and. And she was telling us about like her whole story and then they're doing like the DD as a technology. That's, that's a technology that's been around for, well, depends. It has been used on the space shuttle, essentially. They only like some dude right. put it on a, a, a motion stage eventually. And then, yeah, but you know, and then, but her idea of, is of just taking this technology and productizing it and then inventing stuff around it to make it revolutionary with, with, with hit mixing and stuff like that. That to me is like doesn't get enough credit. Like the stuff about like you know, taking something that's a cool idea that's been around, 
right and then just make well, it like actually the, like like doable who who is doing the cold metal printing using all the, the speed um, speed with a three yeah. in it the australians yeah. right using the electroplating technology essentially it's, yeah that's crazy that's still that's still an insanely speed is still like that's like in terms of the deposition the fact that they, they, they the nozzle remains stable and then the part moves around it right Right, uh, which, which <laughs> I just love that, and then <laughs> and, and then it the, all on its head. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the um, the deposition rates they get are just insane. It's it's, it's really yeah. It's, I'm happy with that. Just and the fact that it's all done cold, you're... which is also like insane. Yeah. Like I, I realize it's not at the point where I could just have one in my office quite yet, but it's still <laughs> like it's no. this, it's old technology, so to speak. Yeah. Um, that they figured yeah. out of an insanely good use for that's new. Yeah. That you're like that's cool. Uh, how did no one see that one? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, also, like, like again, I'm still trying to answer your technology question, right? So we had Robose, is Alessio LaRusso. He's doing FDM, right? And right. he's doing FDM, essentially. That's a better reference. Uh, Sculpt uh, invented it, whatever. And then, and, 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 but he's doing it in a package that makes it so that, that you can print many more parts and, and newer materials for it, you know? Yeah, and I also, I think that that's like, you know, that gets a lot, a lot of people skip over that kind of like, you know, how important that kind of thing is, you know? True. Yeah. What was your favorite? What, would you have any other ones that we talked about? Were your favorite technology or the things that you were like really learned from all this? I mean, I really, I, a lot of the ones I just mentioned, you know, and topology and that whole mm-hmm. branch of, of computer stuff, computer science is fascinating mm-hmm. to me. The really the bio printing that we've been having on lately has been also mm-hmm. fast and to get both sides of it too like the people that are really excited about it and uh, the people that are excited about it but are realistic about it and are like no it's still <laughs> yeah, yeah. years away stop it uh, uh, yeah, i yeah. think it's, it's very fun to get those perspectives um and no. you know the metal printing had always been something i was only vaguely kind of, like i was aware i could do it and mm-hmm. all that but definitely doing this podcast has made me much more aware of what metal printing is capable of and gotten me much uh-huh. more excited about its possibilities. Yeah. Um, I still think we're like on the industrial level, like you can do some metal printing and there's some cool stuff you can do about it. And I can't wait to see like the next gens of, of some of these printers to be quite honest. Definitely though, the, the cold metal printing kind of blew my mind in a sense of like oh because in the minute they say like it's essentially electrolyte i'm like oh that's it's it seems like such a simple answer to the problem it's obviously very complicated in the sense of how you get it to actually do it but like the basic concept is like oh and i always enjoy when when kind of big things like that can be done out of what seem like very simple concepts at the same time um yeah, no, implementing it is never as easy as it sounds so no, <laughs> i also love for example we did a guillaume guillaume nicolon remember we did the the nanoway episode and i like oh. that because yeah, yeah it's like okay he's taking a desktop printer and letting people do ceramics which is a super high performance thing but i love super that. crazy I love, yeah. yeah but at the same time he was like super realistic it was like you know, you know, it's it's not going to work. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's difficult. Or prepare difficult, yourself yeah. for failure. You know? And and I like that kind of like the the the. I don't know. I like that realism. Like 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 I like that we have people that don't like just like, you know, claim it's the greatest technology reinvent. ever. Yeah, no problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all about yeah, setting exactly. expectations. Yeah, I like the same thing with Ty Pollock as well. He was doing open additive, remember? And he was also super realistic about you know. Yeah. You know, what, how many people would actually need like open ABM and how many people would actually need that? Uh, I think that was a really good 
kind of look into it as well. I think we've had, I don't know if that's because of people like talking to us or it's a coincidence something that we've had people that just give it to a straight kind of, you know, and our audience as well. I, yeah, I've enjoyed that. Yeah, I hope the audience appreciates yeah. that. I've also enjoyed yeah. the history that we've uh, explored. We've had a number of people yeah. on the podcast over the couple of, last couple oh, of years yeah, who've... Yeah, yeah, totally good. Some of the founders no. of 3D printing, so to speak, um, yeah. telling us like, oh, yeah, I remember being there and watching this going on. You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Freed. And I mean, Freed came back like, what, two or three times, actually? Two Freed. or three times, yeah. yeah. I, I loved having Freed. I, loved, I worked for him, so it's really special for me. I, like, I really admire him, huh? And, was and Freed really, really... the one who was biking when we did the, the interview? No, no, that was Scott Summit. <laughs> Scott Summit was the one that, that, that was biking across Amsterdam. Amsterdam. <laughs> That's what we were doing. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, okay. I'm good. I can <laughs> I do the like, interview while biking. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you got hit by, I was like thinking, like, if he gets hit by a car, a marketing segment right? of this is really... <laughs> it's done. <laughs> no, that was good. And that was good as well. And then, and, um, yeah, I really admire Freets. I really like doing that. I uh, really like talking to Gordon Styles. Again, he was talking about Rap Star Rapid and, and what it's like setting up one of the first service bureaus in the UK. And I think it's like one of the most yeah. honest uh, appraisals of doing business in China I've ever heard anyone do it on any kind of recorded form. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I'm like my, my own limited experience is like completely gelled with what he was saying and stuff. And I thought that yeah. was really, really good. My extensive experience gelled very much with what you were saying. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know a lot more than I do. Like, you know, you yeah. know what it's like. But it's, yeah, it can be difficult. I thought that was really good, dude. I thought it was really, really no, good. No, that he did. He did an honest and forthright appraisal of what it was like, and to listen yeah, yeah, yeah. that you know what he was dealing with, like in the eighties and the nineties. Um, yeah. You know, it's still relatively true. And you know, yeah. I I didn't start really doing manufacturing in China until like twenty. 2006 2008 somewhere around there um but a lot of those hang-ups were still (laughs) still there Um, uh, uh. so hangups were still there (laughs) i loved talking to ken church as well he's like one of my favorite people at the end script (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was good too about like how he he was also super realistic and stuff super into like um talking about what the what, what was doable and what was not doable in the beginning days we had dr ian gibson as well he's at the university of twente he's also been doing this a long time talking about all the design engineering stuff and all that was really uh, i thought that was really helpful as well pat warner on the race car thing the alpine f1 yeah i know that was fascinating uh, the whole race i car. thought that was a lot and, of fun. and the amount of money they're willing to spend for like a single part uh, it really changes the calculus of how you're printing and what you're printing because you're looking at it from a totally different perspective of no i'm totally different. and i think i think yeah as well performance I think, I think is also, what you care about yeah <laughs> but also like not the cost of it <laughs> so. but also like also, i like this realism as well at one point we asked him like does does 3d printing win races and instead of just saying like the answer yes of course you know he was right. like yeah it's, it's one of like really many things <laughs> <laughs> money money wins races <laughs> yeah, money, but also yeah but it's also not only money right it's, it's also right like, also, yeah. lots of different stuff no you have to have a good team you have to have all this but uh, yeah he's right that exactly. it's not like it's not the edge thing that's like making yeah. them win over others necessarily. It's helping, but yeah, it's not yeah, the exactly. begin all. We also all. talked to Al, who goes like when he founded Envision Tech and stuff, told us all about how he got started and all that kind of stuff. That was really cool. Yeah. Like story into the beginning. We talked to Alexander Oster, who's director of additive manufacturer at Autodesk. Also, who's like, you know, 16 year old kid who wrote like some of the first 3D printing software <laughs> ever. <laughs> and uh, at the. Uh, 
Oh my god, we still haven't gotten Charlie from from Fit. Well, that's like another guest we should we should really oh, look into. Yeah. Really. Andrew Elshorn as well. That was cool. I really liked him. Yeah, he's really we had good. Max on from Form Labs. Max, of course. Yeah. Max isn't like a, a old school, right? Max isn't. Right. He's only been. He's, he's not old school. But. <laughs> <laughs> Max is not old school. He's like from two thousand. He's like two thousand eight, dude. Come on, no, he's like. like <laughs> no, actually, no. He got before. He was at Hod. He was at Hod at Cornell before. On the, uh, he was on working on the the Fab at Home thing a little bit earlier. Mm. So. Yeah, who else? I mean, really, do we have like, like, like? We should get more like. We should get more people. With, oh yeah, Steve Grundall, of course, the guy like the Midwest prototyping guy who sold his company to Prototech. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that oh, was a really good entrepreneurial story as well. It and, was. and uh, yeah, about how like you know how to get started and all this. And Proto Labs. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And how to get, you know, how to run a service bureau and then le- loaning money. And just like, it was really realistic. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not about like, you know, having a vision and going for it, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Yana. A 3D printer in every home, Joris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. Everyone should have one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Yana, <laughs> of course. Um, also 3D printing pioneer. He sold his company to Freedom of Creation to, to three systems and then uh, worked there for a long time. Mm-hmm. One of the first designers to get involved with 3D printing. I thought that was really cool. That was cool. Yeah. To listen to him talking about like designing, yeah. like oh, the, the yeah. pains of initially designing and then like realizing uh-huh. that there was a better way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then also uh, Steve Deek, right? The G uh, guy who's now into farming. He's not a farmer. <laughs> yeah. He's not a farmer. <laughs> and, he's like, yeah, Steve. <laughs> and his career is just nuts. Else's it's like, office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His career is just completely nuts. He's like literally like the Forrest Gump of 3D printing. Like he's like he ends up everywhere at the right time and he never leaves right. Ohio. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it 3D printing is as 3D printing does. Yeah. Uh, I like Olaf as well. Olaf's also like, you know, University of Auckland, the guy that makes the guitarist and stuff like that. Yeah. No, that was I thought that was really cool. No, yeah, we actually we I love also how international we've had this uh, yeah. group. Like it's not just been, you know, everyone from the UK or everyone from the Americas or something like that. It's yeah, been, yeah, yeah, been, totally I hope cool. it's been pretty evenly spread. At least the guests have been evenly spread no. all over the well, planet. We should have even. more Asian guests, huh? We should have more Asian yes, guests. But there's there's less there's just there is there are fewer companies. But I think there's more there's gonna be more um companies in the future but i think i think we should have more asian guests and and we all know that additive is is dude i tried to write stories about africa and then south america and stuff but there's so little going on there comparatively that that, that that's just really difficult i, I forgot yeah i, forgot I mean i think talk. there are small yeah. industry that's using it in those locations but i hear you saying that there isn't someone like yeah, there isn't like a, like a brazilian well there is like there's some guys in brazil there isn't like a you know a brazilian they're not leading on the desktop or on the metal or right. something like that you know something of that nature yeah todd grimm we forgot about todd grimm he's been doing additive for like a, an incredible amount of time as well so that of course <laughs> um what else martin martin yours with twicket who's also he's also been doing it like well He's only doing doing it as kind of kind of as long as I have, I think, or a little longer, I think. That's not that's not like a huge a huge amount of time, you know, like just fifteen years or something. <laughs> it's only been fifteen. Is it Twicket? So <laughs> I have a list of all the episodes we did in front of me, so that's why I sound so. Ah, see, <laughs> see, ah. <laughs> Phil Reeves, we had who's been working three D printing for like uh, twenty five years or something. And consultant, I think he was he's always been a straight shooter, so that was really good to have him on as well. 
Yeah. He's been talking about this for, for a very long time. And he's always like, you know, tough love for 3D printing kind of guy. So, that's so what nice. do you think the future holds for us? The future for us? Like, like, like well, world, the future global for the 3D startup. Pods, the whole, yeah, Rob, please, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> global stardom. Um, uh, you know, the six figure <laughs> contract and, and, and uh, advertising yeah, deals. Yeah, the, the, deal. steel, the Steve Madden of 3D printing. I want to sell people Gatorade. <laughs> you know me from you the want- 3D pod. <laughs> But you don't know. I use Aquafresh, um, <laughs> and I wear these <laughs> shoes that are awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, the, 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 well, thanks to the three D print dot com, we can like essentially fund. Yes, this. <laughs> yes. So thank you, three D print dot com. Thank you, John Meckler. Thank you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> thanks to John. So we have to like really. Our future depends on John. Really, <laughs> so we have to keep John happy. This is the, the number one thing. As long as John is happy, then <laughs> we can have this show. We can keep uh, doing this forever, dude. And we can keep doing. Yeah. Oh, remember when we had our hundredth episode? <laughs> it was so this long what we'll ago. We'll have to do for our thousandth episode. Uh, that was before the holograms. <laughs> <laughs> the hologram printers that would just visually show you and then spit it out in twenty seconds. Now no one cares, you damn kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the micro printing getting in our airstream. <laughs> All the gray goo, <laughs> you know. No, but um no, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we should keep doing this, dude. No, definitely. No, no, I, I agree with that. I'm just wondering what do you, who do you think we'll see in the future that will be or what do you think we'll see? Well, in I know the that because we we have to everything we've got everything planned for the next three months. <laughs> exactly. We're booked out for the next three months. So clearly people <laughs> want to be on the show. Yeah, we're great. Out to we invite all of you to apply. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I'm I, wondering I, I, if you I, think I, we'll see any great innovations. Like, should we do the printing? In 3D game? printing? In 3D printing. In 3D printing. In the additive manufacturing industry. <laughs> uh, they haven't had, I've only been doing, well, I've been doing this for 15 years, and in that time, nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be really nice. Except for the hollow thing, the holographic thing, you know, the three systems ball, that round around thing. <laughs> Maybe fresh. Remember that? I like that as well, the fresh. Uh, oh, guy, fresh, guy. actually, I did like, yeah. Fresh, yeah, I thought yeah. that was very interesting, and I, I enjoyed also how he positioned it as like this is this is a like a tool right now for testing for small scale. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, exactly. not going to solve exactly. it. You're not going to print a heart with this thing, um, yeah, but exactly. you can print some cells, which is you know it's it's good to be realistic about what these things can do. And the fresh system yeah, is a fascinating exactly. system for bioprinting. So yeah, oh totally, totally, totally. So I don't know. I think I think. I don't know. Are we going to see new things? I mean, do we really need... I mean, you asked me, the first question you asked me was like the technology thing. And I think, I don't care if somebody has a new technology. It's, it's completely irrelevant for me. I, mean, I care about if that technology actually works, is if it's affordable, and if it can actually do something for us, you know? Well, do you and, think someone is going to, like, strike a holy grail of, of affordable, effective technology within the additive manufacturing space that's going to upset things? I don't know. I think. I think no. I, th- I think there are going to be some things that are very interesting. Like like uh, HP just had. We had Ramon on from and Luis as well. But Luis Valdez was on, but he was on not as a uh, HP person. But Ramon on from from HP. Like HP just got like into the Stellantis cars, right? With these these right. these, these kind of that, that's an application that if people want to customize cars all of a sudden, that could be huge, right? But imagine like. <laughs> I don't know, some unknown 3D printer uh, manufacturing company all of a sudden sold, they managed to get popular amongst teenagers or something. You know what I mean? 
Yo, hey, it's, it's the Tide Pod Challenge, but with 3D printers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. The 3D print. Yeah. Uh, but, challenge. Uh, so totally I think, I think there, there, there's just a, a lot of opportunity. Challenge. Yeah, exactly. But imagine somebody uses uh, whatever technology as a technology they use. Um, I don't know, binder jet from somebody, um, digital metal, whatever. And then, and then, and then all of a sudden that becomes like a, you know, a super big trend because some like teen tween star on um, Instagram or something loves it. That's all, that right. has, you know, our industry is only a $10 billion industry, right? Right. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, that's not, that's nothing. I mean, they're, they're like routinely, there are companies that I work for where I'm like, these guys are revenue. It's like, there's like much more than our <laughs> industry. And then, and, and, and I'm like, yes, Procter and Gamble does more than yeah, ten thousand yeah, exactly. dollars a year. No, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah. you know, if we just played a little role, like we keep people keep forgetting about these 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 uh, eyeliners. That that's one thing I want to learn more about. We, uh, the Epro is this company that makes these eyeliner things for what is it, Chanel? They make a million a month, dude. <laughs> wait, wait, it's like just it's like customized what? eyeliner shapes no it's just it's a standard uh kind of whip eyeliner whiplash it's thing easier to print it yeah it's easier to print that particular shape to have to make a million a month huh. <laughs> it's like That's to make crazy. your uh eyelashes like get more volume and stuff yeah i i, and, I, I know what you're talking about. i just uh assumed they were doing something special with them in order to like no, justify no, really. printing them versus like injection molding them or or Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, the bristle process for um, no, they just make them in Arkema uh, PA eleven and just make a million a month. <laughs> I mean, just think about that. That's like nothing no, that's, for them. It's not it's right nothing. for Chanel. It's nothing, right? Um, but, but for, for us, industry, that's already like a yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's a really big deal. And imagine somebody did that like a similar thing. You know that that's no, it's true. So I, I don't think it's like I'm not really waiting for some breakthrough technology because then the ten years from now we find out it doesn't work. Or right, that it works, or that it takes only... forever to actually make it into the to the mainstream. So you're more exactly. hopeful that the mainstream stuff just becomes yeah. even more mainstream. And yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I think, I think dollar industry to a hundred billion dollar industry. Yeah, but that's just boring, right? So, but but to me, the boring <laughs> thing is, yeah, but that's boring. But 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 it's boring is good in the sense that we make some like. So, am I looking for somebody to radically change binder jet? Not necessarily. You're just gonna have to do it a little bit more accurate. And you're gonna have to part, find out how to keep these parts in the green state alive. Like by you know, imagine you have some kind of hairspray. You sprayed all the parts in the green state with some magical hairspray, and they stayed alive. Right. And then you automated that, and you automated the whole post processing. Then you'd be there, but be able to make you know hundreds of thousands of parts for like twenty bucks. There's no magic, right? Or apart no, from maybe it's, it's that, incremental the hairspray steps, stuff. But, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. like that. That, that. Yeah, it's incremental steps that get us to the technology. Is or what I'd hope for us to talk to in the future more women. Definitely more women. We're always yes. looking out for more women. Please. Uh, more of these guys that, uh, and I say guys here because we have been a male dominated industry, uh, you know, traditionally, but more people telling us the history because I think that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really important. Uh, that's a chance we have now to do to talk to these guys. Um, so I'd love that. I'd love to get perspective while we still can and understand how far we've gotten there. But also, like, what we haven't, and we, I think we hope, we hope to still have these entrepreneurial stories, you know? Like, for example, Jurgen, uh, who came in as the CEO of Ultimaker, has his vision on doing this. But then right. the cool thing about Ultimaker story is that we had Yoss, who was like the previous CEO as well. Yeah, it was a completely different management style, completely different thing. And, and so those kind of stories are more the entrepreneurial or the leader stories, you know, I really think is a really good idea, you know? Yeah. So I, I hope to keep doing that. 
Um, as and, as an entrepreneur, all, I always enjoy those stories as well. And so. I, I, but I'm not, dude. And I, I kind of want to, you know. But like, like for example, like 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 for example, that story with Jeff Mize. Like we really both got the impression after that call that he would do really well anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can put that guy on Mars and it'd be like beach yeah, balls. And and, like, exactly. Beach balls in three day work weeks and uh, <laughs> volleyball in three day work week all the time. And he then organized uh, a whole Martian labor force yeah. and uh, yeah, like... yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and so that I, mean, I think we should still do that, but I hope to find more applications, like more like people from like a company, you know, that's using or it. an inventor or something, right? Or, you know, yeah. uh, and she would tell us that she. You know, invented something, brought it to market using 3D printing, and like you know, what? and 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 it's about her it's enabling technology. So I hope we go mm-hmm. we go more into those stories. You know, yeah, I think that's that's definitely. I think I think where where I'd like to be. How about you? Yeah, no, I I agree on all of those. Um, I definitely want us us to definitely get more diversity on here and to show that there is some level of diversity, but it needs to grow, obviously oh, within yeah. <laughs> within this industry, within every industry. Um, yeah. but also I, I, I definitely enjoy the entrepreneurial stories because like having gone through it myself yeah. and seeing it, it, I always enjoy hearing other people's like tales of how the hell they did it. Cause everyone had no, to do it yeah, in a exactly, different exactly. way. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's an interesting, interesting thing, but yeah, also, yeah, yeah. even the incremental technological, technological yeah. growth and then being applied yeah. the yeah. applications I think is also yeah. interesting. And we, we often have a lot of the manufacturers of the technology and stuff like that. And I would like to start getting more people who are necessarily not even owning a machine, but just using someone else's machine to to achieve their goal and being like, this is why this makes sense. All of a sudden, like now it makes economical sense to do this because the more of those you get, you you start getting other people to realize that there are times where it makes economical sense to use additive manufacturing rather than traditional manufacturing and you get this new flexibility that you just didn't have before which i find fascinating and i can't wait you know i don't think we're getting rid of injection molding um for like 50 years at least but i sure as heck would like to reduce the amount of injection molding totally do those are yeah some of the places Mm. and of course anything bio is just like fascinating mainly because i think it's it's like metal was like 10 years ago yeah, but, you know, where it's- but at the same time we were like we need to learn more because i was like i was like yes. with, with a couple times in these conversations i'd be like oh god i hope he doesn't go any more deeper because i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> and you're out of my depth Help. on biology yeah. oh yeah and, and i love the color shirt you're wearing even though this is radio yeah um <laughs> but uh yeah uh, by the way we completely forgot that we had john barnes oh my god I was instrumental in getting parts to fly on uh, a bunch of different oh. uh, aircraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so stupid that we forgot him. He's always he's also been on twice. He was on twice. <laughs> and Tuan, we forgot Tuan, dude. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> who, who I need to check where he was at. No, Arriva. He was Arriva. But Tuan was good. Tuan was great to have as well. But, um, I mean, after a hundred episodes, we've had more than ninety guests at this point. Because yeah, I think yeah. the first couple episodes, it was just you and me. Kind of sus yeah, this like doing my best, but we concluded very quickly that that wasn't going to cut it. That wasn't going to fly for the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so I've yeah. enjoyed the guests. There's <laughs> limits to how much I. To you. <laughs> no, there's, there's limits to even now how, how much I want to hear myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Hey, do you have any dream guests that we do you really want that we don't have? Three. 
I wouldn't mind getting Brie Pettison. Oh, just for gold. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> just I, 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 the entertainment I, value of it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to approach that with an empty stomach, but I think I can try. <laughs> I, I I don't even eat the cheese anymore. Closest I'll get <laughs> is a camembert. Dude. No, um, uh, oh, okay. If you if you, I know. I think maybe I should be a a, a bit of a grown or, up. Or you know what? Or someone else that was around during yeah. that time. I just think that would just. Dude, crazy. I know a ton of people from around. Oh, yeah, that I know. Time. I like we should actually like have someone around during that time if they're willing to like yeah. openly discuss spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Jacques. It's... We should get Jacques. Jacques, who can be cool? <laughs> Both of them together. Or John. No. Um, yeah. What? Oh, that guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, who went yeah. to the Kickstarter afterwards? That's how I know. Yeah. Him. Um, yeah. Oh, well. yeah. Also, like, okay, well, Scott Crump would be really nice. I interviewed him a couple of times. I haven't been able to get him to do this. Scott mm. Crump would be cool because um, he invented FDM. You know, that would be good, right? Um, yeah, that would be good. Well, maybe we should do Brianna and and um, and then who else? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know. You know, like it's, it's um, yeah. Yeah, that's people good. that that's are good doing interesting food. cool things that's who i want to talk to and that's who we generally talk to on the 3d pod exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly dude. Oh. okay well let's uh we'll just hope for another 100 more episodes yeah yeah let's, at least we hope that you guys have enjoyed our reminiscing here and uh looking back on the last 100 um yeah. and yeah we'll have some great guests coming up in the future that we're excited about as well yeah thanks jars you know for yeah. doing this thanks yeah. Yeah, Max. this is a really yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been it's been an unexpected pleasure to do this likewise it has been an unexpected pleasure and fascinating at the same time to talk to all these different people and learn all these different things so yeah, yeah totally dude. yeah totally dude. it was really enjoyable this was uh at least a hundred more at least at least all right and uh well thanks max for being here again Thank you, Joris, for being here as always. And thanks, Jake, for recording and producing this and, uh, yeah, being the originator of this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, this is Joris Peels and uh, another episode of the 3D Pod, our 100th one. You've been listening to the 3D Pod. For more information on what you just heard or to subscribe, visit www.3dprint.com or follow us at 3dprint underscore com.